Hello, welcome to episode 50 of Nurmer Nurmer. This is a one-year anniversary of us making the podcast, so it's really exciting. We talked about Elon Musk like we did for the very first episode because he was just on SNL. If you want to support us, go to the link tree in the show notes. There's a, you know, all the links there. Also visit us on Instagram, follow us all week, see what's up. Feel free to hit the DMs. If you have any feedback, suggestions, leave a five-star review if you like the podcast. And, uh, yeah, Alexis and I will be here putting out content still. It's been fun year, so... Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the episode. I saw this video of Azalea Banks on her Instagram, where she was, like, standing at the turnstile to get onto the subway, and she was freaking out because they've apparently updated it so you can just, like, tap and pay with Apple Pay. I don't know if all the turnstiles are like that, but she was like... That's a game changer. Right. And she was like, I've been away too long. Like, I'm using my Metro card. Are you kidding me? And she was recording. She was like taking an Instagram video saying all of this. And then her next video on her story was someone else recording her doing that. And then I was like, what would you even do if you saw Azalea Banks yelling (laughs) at a Metro card scanner? (laughs) Saying, fuck, no, I'm going to use my Metro card. Yeah, I... (laughs) I've been looking at her stories because she's clearly the number one news source for Elon Musk related news. That's a great segue and I hate to interrupt, but that reminds me of a uh, Doja Cat TikTok I saw. Is it making fun of that one guy? Yeah. I'm like, can oh, you imagine being that doofus? <laughs> There's this guy who has the Gen Z haircut and like the grossest, deepest voice. He's like faking this rasp. There's a billion videos making fun of him, but Doja Cat jumped in. Can you imagine if you uh, you do some weird-ass thirst trap on TikTok, and then fucking Doja Cat makes fun of you? I love that. Azalea Banks, number one roaster on the internet. Yeah. She's a troll. She says things that I hate, but, you know. Yeah, we're getting into this weird, the people our age who grew up with the same stupid shit that we grew up with that made us trolls. And just use the internet the same way you and I do. Except they're fucking famous. Yep. (laughs) And they're they're even fucking sending people to Mars. I forgot that Azalea Banks and Elon Musk had beef until I listened to our episode from a year ago. Our first episode. Mm -hmm. We talk about how Elon Musk and Grimes broke up for a hot second. No, they unfollowed each other on social media for a second <laughs> after some scandal with Azalea Banks. Does she? Does Azalea still post a lot about Elon Musk? She did this last week. Um, <laughs> probably just because he was on SNL, but... Right, which is why anybody posted about him this week. Yeah, I took screenshots because they were pretty intense. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. She says really fucked up things, but she says... Literally every white asshole in America is about to start using Asperger's as an excuse for their bullshit. And about how he fucked up the doge with his Nazi shit. And uh, someone really needs to tell him to stop trying to be a public figure. I saw that one. Yeah. And then she also dissed on SNL. It was like, they need new writers and actors because everyone was criminally not funny. 
We tuned out when that unfunny black woman struggling monologue with her vagina and back came on. Don't even know what that really means, but... But then she said, where's Mad TV when you need it? That hurts me to my core. I know, she really... I mean... I... And I know you have too, and I know we've both done it on this podcast, but we've, we've all spent a lot of time in our life defending SNL. I am a hardcore SNL fan. I've argued yeah. with people who have never seen a second of SNL because all they care about is Mad TV. And right, which like just don't weigh in on things that aren't... Right, like I don't actually have opinions on Mad TV. Me either. I only know a couple things from it, but all I'm I know is I'm not an idiot. I'm not fucking dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I've def- I've spent a lot of my time defending SNL, and sometimes sometimes it's hard to defend SNL. I'll admit it. Did you defend it at all this last week, leading up to the host of Elon Musk? Much anticipated. Much, dude. When the when that was posted, the world felt it. You know, what a PR stunt! It was not worth the hype. I thought it was way overhyped. It just felt like an episode of SNL with a kind of not, with a not high performing comedic host. <laughs> He's not the least funny person. I can't think of somebody else, but I've seen people do just as an awkward of a job okay. fitting into the sketches as the host. Okay, before we get into his monologue, the Mother's Day thing. Oh my gosh, the episode opened with the cast members and their moms, and it was so cute. And Miley sang for them, and what was, okay, when Keenan and his mom, I know, fucking worth it. I'll watch two more, no more than two, but like, I'll watch two more Elon Musk host episodes, if I could just hear a bit more from Keenan and his mom. I, <laughs> I was really proud of myself because I was taking notes because i knew we'd do a podcast about it and i was writing down all the cast members first names and their moms to see like if they left anybody out or if anything happened you know (laughs) i got everybody except for i wrote second 80 bryant (laughs) because i can never remember that one lady's name i literally got ego nordum and punky johnson and then i got other white lady I know who you're talking about, but I also couldn't name her. 80 Bryant number two. 80 Bryant number two. Of all of the media things that I've seen that are like, everything's going to be okay. Things are looking up. That was the best one. Yeah. Obviously love seeing Pete Davidson's mom. She, Pete Davidson. We've seen her before. Yeah. but For some reason in this context with like everyone else they showed... I was surprised when his mom came on, which is I'm usually not surprised. Right. <laughs> so it was nice. It was cute. It was very cute. Uh, Chris Red had a funny one where she was like, I haven't seen you since Easter and then Christmas and then Val. <laughs> like, he was like, <laughs> and the vacation. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was, it was really cute. It was really sweet. I liked it a lot. I could be wrong. I haven't seen every episode, but. It was one of the more moving uh, openings since Hillary Clinton did not win president. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like that, it was a standout to me in that way. Put a pin in me wanna, knowing all. Go do, ahead. 
Do you want to do an episode with, with the kitten, and you guys can talk about toys and about being psychopaths? Kitten, you're wanted on air. Come here. <laughs> you guys can talk about how you're both... You're just not a dog sometimes. And it's weird, Vienna. It can be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my cat's like throwing a tennis ball right now. <laughs> Vienna, what the heck are the two of you going to talk about? Politics? Are you left wing or are you right wing? <laughs> Dude, I think my cat's homophobic. I was going to guess that. <laughs> I was gonna guess like your cat's for sure Republican. Yeah, she might be a libertarian. <laughs> what about you? You're still fighting for Hillary? I feel like you're wearing a pussy hat. <laughs> yeah, she definitely is. You gonna chill out now? Alright. Um how you know okay. all the names So just remember that for later. How I'm pretty sure I know all the cast. Okay. Opinion that Elon Musk opening monologue. He did he write the jokes in that? He didn't, right? There's no way he didn't. Oh, what I was gonna say is there was a TikTok that was like a clip of him when he said the part that was like, I reinvented the electric car and I'm sending people to Mars. And there was a TikTok that was like. I'm so quirky. I'm so <laughs> weird. Like you all, you can't even understand me because I'm so weird. I'm like, yeah, that's the vibes. It really is. It was weird. He okay, so he made fun of himself a lot in a way that the general public needs in order to be able to watch the rest of the episode. Right. I, I thought everything he said in the opening monologue really lubed us up to be able to stomach the fact that he was the host. Because it is weird that he hosted. It's weird to see his name from the, the SNL Twitter. The last time people were this up in arms were when Trump, you can bleep that out. I will. Uh, when he hosted, do you remember that people were pissed? Because it was during it was during the elections in like 2016. Yeah, I mean, it's just so. Except. Like, as much as I didn't want to see him on screen, like, that guy's been in movies and, like, on reality TV. Yeah, he's been in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. It's part... That's why we didn't want to see him in the White House. <laughs> right. And Elon Musk, throughout the show, promoted himself the way that any, like, actor would promote an upcoming movie or something. Except what he's promoting is, like, weird wealth-based interplanetary colonization and i don't know if that's what i want to see on the weekly sketch comedy show he the monologue was a weird i think it's honestly the only way they could have done the monologue to make it work but it was weird like obviously you know okay so what's a normal monologue this is who i am this is what i'm promoting this is kind of what I've done, and, like, the kind of what I've done bases, your, bases like, if it's a new person or, you know, a five-timer, what he's promoting, like, really fucking affects us. Yeah, it's so not it's, cute. It's different. He had an O.J. Simpson joke. 
I he had an OJ he had multiple OJ Simpson jokes about uh, also because he's like uh, everyone says I'm the guy who smokes weed on podcasts but I did that once that's like saying OJ Simpson's a murderer but then I'm like who wrote this joke and but then he kept joking about OJ Simpson he was like OJ Simpson hosted the show too years he killed and he it. killed it. I almost Great. failed, dude. I was like, I can't watch this. This is fucking up. He said he named his kid the same thing as a cat running across a keyboard. Brilliant joke. Love it. Who wrote it? Who wrote the OJ joke? Who wrote the OJ was joke? Was it? I, I like the idea of Michael Che writing it and thinking mm-hmm. this is the only chance I get to do this. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. <laughs> And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him using Elon's expense <laughs> to write. Right, because that was that was the joke. Uh, obviously, there's an ongoing joke between Michael Che and Colin Jost, where they make each other read jokes they wrote for each other without reading them in advance, which clearly gets Colin Jost worse every time because every time. Michael Che <laughs> just writes jokes that can't be delivered by a white man ethically, right. and then. So there was also a joke in the with the moms where <laughs> Colin Joe's mom was like, "Hey, Che handed me this stack of index cards. I'm supposed to read," and she didn't read them. Obviously, yeah. the whole joke was that he probably put something racist on those cards. <laughs> so I like the idea of him setting Elon Musk up for that. Right. A big thing that people are talking about from that monologue is the comment that he has Aspergers, yeah. which is pretty relevant because. A lot of people talk about how he comes off really, like, robotic and weird and, like, is he an AI or an alien or something? Um, And so that, I thought about it more and I was like, okay, if someone's on the autism spectrum and they're also from South Africa and speak with a South African accent, does that even, like, do American, I don't personally immediately grasp that that person speaks the way they speak. The thing that's sort of weird is that I guess Asperger's is sort of an outdated term, and I wouldn't personally be the one to take it away from somebody who wanted to use it on themselves. It did seem weird that he was on such a public stage and used it, because I guess the uh, Dr. Asperger, who it's named for, was a literal Nazi. It's just an autism spectrum thing now. So I guess I've seen people who who are on the autism spectrum, get sort of upset after he did that, because it just kind of... He also made a comment that was like, or I'm the only one who can admit it, which I think would be a puncher to someone who... Yeah, and I guess Dan Aykroyd, was that the person who I keep seeing? Dan Aykroyd was on the show and had Asperger's? Or was on the autism spectrum? Right. It's a... So it was just like, he used this thing to be like, I'm human, and you... Like, can treat me with respect just because of that, but it also ignores that that's not the only reason we don't think he's human. Yeah, and, like, in contrast to, like, people who are not comfortable doing the SNL thing, who are, like, clearly uncomfortable, almost, to watch on SNL. So, like, the first ones that come to mind for me are, like, Lindsay Lohan. Have you seen her SNL? Like, it's weird. She's clearly reading off of a cue card the whole time, like, not a high-performing standard, but she was, like, going through something. Right. At the time. Which I think, in retrospect, for the most part, everyone can say, like, that's kind of not fair to pass on her, that she 
did a bad job on SNL like people said she did. Right. It's kind of in the same as like the whole Free Britney thing. Of like people were so sure. judgmental of them during that thing. But he sort of prefaced it with this weird Right, and the reason that we don't like him, or the reason I don't like him is just because he's just collecting money and doing strange experimental shit with it and not helping people who actually need help. He, like we, He also bought Tesla. Yeah, he didn't even invent Tesla. He didn't invent Tesla. Also, yeah. if he made an affordable Tesla, just if it were the price of a normal new car... Right. I might respect him a little bit more, even though I don't agree with most of what he does. Yeah. It started out, I felt like the show started out weird. The first sketch was the Gen Z hospital, which was like super cringe. Yeah. Every, yeah. And his part was really weird. I kind of hoped before he came out, like the la- the 30 seconds before he showed up, I kind of hoped, I hope this is one of those sketches without the host. Yeah, I kept doing that for every single sketch. And then there he was. <laughs> and then there he was, and sometimes in really small bits. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, there's the Gen Z, which I think with someone else or without a host, I think the SNL cast could have done a really funny job of that. It just sounded like they were reading TikTok comments. Yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. But like, it wasn't even coherent. It It's just, like, I could go on TikTok and read comments if I wanted to. There was also weird, like, as someone who is not 100% part of Gen Z, it felt like someone older looking at Gen Z. Which might have been the point. Oh, completely. But, like, it felt like Kate McKinnon, love her, respect her, obviously remembered as one of the greats of SNL. Didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. Right, I didn't have the sense that any of them really actually gave a shit what they were saying, and it was kind of gross. But they were just going on and on about how besties in the hospital, and it it, ended up... It felt like one of those sketches that was kind of the reason things like Lonely Island came out, because the people that were on SNL at that time couldn't do that. But essence, or but like lonely, lonely island was able to. Like it's hard to make fun of it on the show. You mean right? But like a lonely island was able to come on and be like, "It's my dick in a box, and this is so natural." Yeah, I felt like it was a little forced. It felt like a throwaway sketch, which is like, why are you opening with this? Yeah, it was a weird opener. There was a couple like weird throwaways in there. I really liked um, the Luigi court sketch it's a courtroom and mario has died because he slipped on a banana peel while driving and uh luigi's on the stand and they have to call (laughs) they have to call wario to the stand and they keep referring to him as evil mario and he's getting offended by that and it's really silly (laughs) it's a classic really silly snl sketch that i i loved so Uh during that sketch when Princess Peach popped up, I was like, who the fuck is Princess Peach? Is there another white lady on this show? Is there an A.D. Bryant 3? And then I realized in the closing credits that it was Grimes. Same. It was fucking Grimes. It was Grimes. Because Miley had come out in a sketch, 
I think before that. Maybe it was after that. But, like, obviously you would know who Miley is. But then fucking Grimes. And also, I expected Grimes to come out in the Mother's Day thing. Me too, because she's a mother. And then I thought, okay, maybe during the monologue. And then Elon's mom came out. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect her during the Mario sketch. Yeah, no. It's weird. Do you think Elon played a good Wario? Wait. No! He pl- yeah, he was Wario. What are your thoughts on Wario? Uh, I Did mean, you ever I play this- the Wario Wii game? He has his whole own game? Yeah, I think it's one of the most underrated Wii games. It's fun as fuck. What do you do? Is it like Wario Party? Yeah. Wario Kart? <laughs> it's, ex- it's, it's Wario Party. <laughs> it's really fun. Like it's it's one of the most fun like arcade style games. I liked it a lot. I do like I mean SNL often brings up and it's so easy to do from the perspective of New York City brings up like our absurd tolerance for anti-Italian jokes. Oh right. I forgot that uh Pete Davidson came out in it. Yeah, Pete Davidson comes out <laughs> as Andrew Cuomo right at the end and draws this <laughs> ludicrous comparison about how the way that we talk about Wario is reminiscent of the way we talk about other Italian-Americans like Andrew Cuomo. And Wario was, was like, actually... I'm Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was one of my favorite moments of the night. But I, I mean, it is... I, that's a joke that... I've heard a few times. The first time I heard it was from Pete Holmes. So he was like, why is this okay? We do the accent. It's one of the only accents that people do without hesitation at this point. Yeah. But. Yeah. What do you think of Grimes? You don't know much about Grimes. No, I don't. I don't know much about Grimes. <laughs> Neither do you, if I recall. I don't. But well, I've, see. Li- I've, been, I've been forced to listen to Grimes quite a bit. And by force, I mean I just heard it in the store for a really long time. Yeah. So last time we met and talked about Elon Musk and Grimes in May of 2020, we didn't know what Grimes what a Grimes was. Right. Um, we had determined that she was pregnant for approximately four months <laughs> because the announcement of her baby she announced she was pregnant five months before she gave birth. And announced that it was Elon Musk's baby like one month beforehand. So it felt like she wasn't pregnant for very long. Plus there was just turmoil on Earth. So there was that. We talked about them unfollowing each other because of Azalea Banks. But yeah, never... Did you, when Grimes came out as Princess Peach, after you had seen Elon's quirky monologue, did you have a moment of, oh, I get it? No, I still don't get it. I did. And I'm embarrassed. But I, I had a moment of, like, they're two weird kids who fucking went over to the other person's basement and played Mario Kart for a few hours and made out and had a baby. Yeah, he's also, like, 16 years older than her. She's a well adult, though. She is. She's in her 30s. Yeah. And apparently she's been around for a long time. Yeah. Weekend Update is one of my favorite things ever. Agreed. I pretty much watch SNL for Weekend Update at this point. They do a, they've do they been doing a horrible, horrible 
but hilarious recurring bit where Kyle Mooney is Baby Yoda. <laughs> and he does face paint. And he does, like, prosthetic ears and all this. And his head is just inside the Baby Yoda floating bonnet thing. And the rest of his body is wearing black. So it just looks like his head is Baby Yoda. But this week, Baby Yoda is super jacked now. And he's been doing steroids with the Paul brothers. And he's going to go boxing and all this stuff. And it's so disturbing because Baby Yoda is such a cute, beloved figure. And then and they ended the clip with him challenging Baby Groot to a fight. Right. Oh my god, wait. <sighs> what? How much did you love the Chad sketch? Uh, wait. Before we move on to the Chad sketch, I have something okay. else to talk about in Weekend Update. Please. Dogecoin. Oh my god. Were you angry that yet again, someone was mansplaining cryptocurrency Without to saying anything? via SNL? Yeah, that was really frustrating. I had to pause it. I had to walk away for a minute. Cause I was, We've all like, had it mansplained before. We've all had it mansplained. But I liked the joke. Right. It was just them repeating, but what is it? And also, I'm frustrated because like, when we did the NFT episode, we were trying to figure out what the fuck is a blockchain, and we couldn't get any straight answers for so much of that episode. Come to find out, blockchains are terrible for the environment. They're, like, so bad that they shouldn't even be legally allowed to exist for the sake of just entertainment with making freaking Snoop Doge. Like, so bad. They use entire households worth of electricity for years, but, like, all at once. Like, it's so fucked up. The artists that have a lot of cryptocurrency through NFTs are, like, destroying planet Earth in one second after... After we grew up learning how to reduce our carbon footprint, riding the bus and whatever, and then these right, fuckers and we're undo like, it. We're over here like, fuck straws. Yeah, we're like trying to do our best. Trying to take down businesses with straws. And then like, it's just undone in I the was, blink of an eye. Back to the monologue when he said the whole like, I recreated the electric car in Mars and blah blah blah. There, I, would, I, within those five, ten seconds, I was like, Oh, he's going to address the environmental value of what he's doing. Yeah. And then he didn't. Like, I'm kind of, as much as I liked the whole, well, what is Dogecoin? I was all about it. Agreed. When he, when, when Musk was like, go through a blockchain, I thought Michael Che was going to be like, so what's a blockchain? But I respect that they were just. They committed to the bit. I, I respect that they committed to the bit, but also I want something talking about blockchain, because... Because if literally none of us know what it is and it's doing that much damage, that's so annoying. Right. And then at the end he was like, yeah, it's a hustle. It's... Right. Which... Because Michael Chan is like... a funny bit. Funny right, bit for the host so to do in his, in his position. Pretty funny. However, slightly kind of bad. Kind of uh, weird flex. Weird, <laughs> weird flex. Pretty much the definition of a weird flex. Yeah, ever since they announced Elon Musk as both a fan of SNL who constantly pours my heart out to defend it, and also someone who's not a fan of Elon Musk, I've been I've been stressed out ever since they announced it, just waiting for it to end. Yeah, 
that skit was one of those moments of like, oh, thank God, this is almost over. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I thought it was interesting because all of the tabloids have tried really hard to make it seem like a controversy within SNL that he was there. And I was kind of buying that until I heard Pete Davidson was on The Breakfast Club a couple <laughs> days before, just randomly. And he was like, yeah, we're, we have a group text with the whole cast and nobody's mad that he's going to be there. Like, I don't know why people are saying that. Yeah, I feel like... Like, there was so much hype. And I'm like, did Elon Musk create the hype? Did his weird troll fans create the hype? I don't know. I think we were... I think just the audience was... I don't know. Since the dump on SNL, like, I've never really felt a moment where, like, I'm worried about the cast members being upset about it. Yeah, like, most of the media was like, the SNL team has a right to not be a part of the sketches if they don't want to be, blah, 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 blah. But, like, also, as much as I don't respect Elon Musk, if I worked at SNL, I genuinely don't believe I'd say no. Yeah, also, even if, like- even if Lauren sat me down and was like, if you're really uncomfortable, you don't have to be a part of this episode. Or you don't have to be a part of these sketches. And the, the thing is, too, I think it's just ignorant to the fact... It's just, like, there's too many people who don't watch SNL weighing in on SNL. Agreed. Yes. Because there's so many times that, that like, frequent players don't show up in an episode. Mm-hmm. I think if Katie... If, I think if Kate McKinnon wasn't in this episode, I think I wouldn't notice it right away. Right, there's enough of them. That's the other thing is they've got such a huge cast at this point. I have it on like, and I, I also Elon Musk isn't a god, but I also don't think he has that much hate on him to where people were like, "Fuck you, Lauren Michaels." As much as I didn't want him on that show, yeah, totally. I don't, I don't actually see the hate behind it. I thought when I saw it, I thought I was the only one, and I thought when I sent it to you that you would be weird about it, but it turned into a meme. But then it turned into a meme, and then I was annoyed because I couldn't go online without seeing it. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be, like, an inside joke with a few friends of, like, this is fucking weird, right? Where I had to reach out to my SNL friends and also my friends that I talked to about Elon Musk. I didn't think it was going to be a whole thing. And then you regret reaching out because you couldn't hear the end of it. But yeah, they had a, a SpaceX headquarters one. And it was one of the dramatically shot sketches. So not like not like game show or whatever, but like they tried to make it look all cinema cinematography, you know. Before we get into <laughs> I do wanna comment that I called this sketch. You did. I was like, because we were talking about what are they gonna do with Elon Musk? And we named a bunch of terrible examples and i said well maybe they'll do this and i'm kind of into that that they just did the predictable spacex thing they did did a spacex with chad right and then it cuts to who's the dumb astronaut who volunteered (laughs) to go flip a dangerous lever on mars and it's chad on the headset talking to spacex headquarters and uh we love chad chad's great character i am a fan of chad uh, but yeah, so Chad did die at the end of that sketch. I hope Spoilers. he didn't die for real. I know he has died before. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm hopeful that he'll come back. Yeah, so he was an astronaut. <laughs> Sends out. Miley was in the sketch, right? Yeah, she was his lover. She was his lover, like, at fucking SpaceX camp. On Mars. On Mars. <laughs> and before he went, she was like, there's something I have to tell you. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Classic Chad. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't remember exactly what she said to him, but at one point he stripped naked. Yeah, she's like, I wish I could make love oh, one yeah. more time or something. He's like, okay. <laughs> Just naked. Not right now. Okay. Back in an astronaut suit. <laughs> and <laughs> she's pregnant with his baby. And she tells him he's going to be a dad. And he said, no thanks. <laughs> he shut the airlock on her. Went to Mars. Side note, is, I don't think we can inhabit Mars. Why do we even take Elon Musk seriously that, that like he thinks he can occupy Mars? What's the deal? Him and Bezos are fighting over the moon? Is that not the craziest shit? Like, we're trying to get out of a pandemic. Like, literally, do you he's like- care about Mar- Do you actually care about going to Mars right now? We're just trying to fucking make it here. That's what's so offensive about Elon Musk is that he has the resources to solve the problems on Earth. And he's like, in order for humans to survive, we need to become interplanetary because of our resources, blah, blah, blah. But he could literally solve Earth's problems. If he were to go to Mars and make that work, it would only benefit the people rich enough to pay him to go to Mars. And then we just have a Wally situation. Which we all know how that ends. How does Wally end? I think they're all just sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're sad at the end. I'll have to rewatch Wally. I haven't rewatched Wally in a while. Let but me I write that down. I think it's sad. Rewatch Wally. Okay. Anyways, we don't want that. You right. can That's fucking rude. Like, help us solve the climate crisis and the trash. We just, we're, we have so much fucking garbage. We have so much garbage. We have so much ocean that, like, have nobody so many knows how to handle. With, be- like, no access to clean drinking water. Can we get that, sir? Sir, can you please go to Michigan? Go to Flint. Go to, there's so many places. There are entire countries where, like, diarrhea is a huge cause of death. This like, brings, can't you fucking deal with that? back to when we talked about in the first episode a year ago. When he, like, was fucking tweeting about the tunnel kids. Oh, are you talking about Elon Musk and the Thai cave rescue? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, you can- you have resources. You have so many- you're on SNL. That's a week's worth of time. We've heard about the the work that goes into SNL. We've listened to Leslie Jones. Yeah. Sir, can you please make us clean water for people that need it? Yeah. It's just a freaking slap in the face. So it's like for the hour that I was watching SNL, sure, I can like f- try to forget about all of that, but it's just not cute. Right. It's not cute. So, yeah, maybe the reason we think your AI is because of your utter lack of empathy and understanding of the world that you're fucking taking advantage of when you have billions of dollars. Sir. Yeah, but Tesla let's sell another car. 
But let's put Tesla pumps also, in front of the Trader Joe's. If you think, <laughs> yeah, let's build a Trader Joe's and make Tesla charging station. If you think everyone needs an electric car, I genuinely believe before you have to make the electric truck, you have the resources to make it so people can afford the electric car to make right. them more accessible. So like more people can be driving an electric car. Right, like I would I do think it's funny that somebody in power would be making 420 jokes and 69 jokes and all this, but it's not funny when it's somebody who's like so grossly committing crimes against humanity with the level of negligence he has. Right. I just with great power comes great responsibility, you know. So in his SpaceX sketch that I predicted, Oh yeah. That you predicted. He, uh, there was a point, uh, so Chad dies, because they say, (laughs) Chad, alright, we have you in the screens, and they, it's like Times Square, and they have Chad's face, all Times Square, it's like, the camera's on you, I want you to show your face, and he says, okay, (laughs) what's up his fucking air thing, and he dies. His helmet, Yeah. And his head explodes inside the helmet. And then Elon Musk had the damn nerve to say, I said people would die on this trip. Right? What the fuck, sir? Yeah, this is because of because fuck you hired fucking Chad to go out onto the Mars and misunderstand an instruction like that? That's on you, dude. Yeah, you're going to get... Anyone could have talked to Chad and know that that wasn't the way to go. So, successful PR stunt on Elon Musk's part, I think. Do you think it got people interested? I think that, like, yeah. I mean, I think... When you think about, like, the Big Bang Theory watching public, no offense. I don't think about them often, but okay, I'll try. But you know, like, there's an entire... There are people who aren't obsessed with, like, reading all of the aftermath of things like that, so they just take it at face value. Like, I know that if I wasn't intentionally looking for tweets and whatever, evaluating Elon Musk's performance on SNL, if I wasn't really thinking about Elon Musk to begin with, which I wasn't a year ago, Mm -hmm. and I saw that, I'd be like, oh, he's a misunderstood guy, and I don't know, like... Mm-hmm. He's just a little weird, but but he's fine. But to quote you in May of 2020, he's Lex Luthor. <laughs> I stand by that. Uh, also, at one point in the episode a year ago, I said, I've never seen a video of him talking. Now I've seen him. Have you not seen him up until then? I still think, yeah, I don't think I had. Have you ever watched any part of a Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, I watched the entire one with Kanye. That's the only one I've seen. Really? Of yeah. all the ones you've seen, you only saw the Kanye one? People wouldn't shut up about it. I didn't know what was happening. Wow. And that's when I realized, like, holy shit, people need to leave Kanye alone and, like, let him go to therapy. Yeah. Stop provoking him into saying things that are incriminating. <laughs> Agree. That's funny. That's the only one you've seen. I've seen... Ben Shapiro. I love that you insist on mispronouncing his last name. (laughs) (laughs) I know you've heard people pronounce it otherwise. Like, you're definitely disrespecting him on purpose. 
<laughs> what you're allowed to do. <laughs> ben Shapiro. Yeah. I've seen the Kanye one. I saw the Kevin James one for some reason. Well, why are they fucking nine hours long also? I saw Elon and I saw Miley. That was all the ones I've seen in entirety. If I could take any of them away, I would take back Ben Shapiro. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he sucks, dude. That was my introduction into him. He's also exhausting to listen to. He's so exhausting. I I check his Twitter like maybe once every week or two. Just just make see if he's still him. And he is. He always is. Just to, again, I know I'm really dwelling on this, but it has been a year since we started podcasting. Okay. This is episode 50. We have 500 Instagram followers. All very exciting. I wanted to ask you a couple questions that we asked each other a year ago, including, uh, would you buy a Tesla if you had the money for it? I don't remember what I said last year. Um... But today I'm going to say no. But I th- I think my answer last year was yes. No, it was also no. Okay. It's too scary to keep up with all the updates. Yeah, I... <laughs> it knows you too well. It knows you too well. I don't want to stick to that. Yeah, I don't want my identity to be tied to a car. Artificial intelligence, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't... I'm not interested. I also, like... I could just stop at a gas station. If I need to walk to get a canister filled of gas, I'm going to do that. That's a big problem with electric cars is that until everybody's doing it, it's hard to do it. Right. Which I know. Yeah, I know it's wrong. I, I just I also like I can't imagine. I saw a video that was like saw someone driving a cyber truck in NYC and like I can't be that person. Right. Like, I thought about Cybertruck. I've been walking down the street with someone and they're like, did you see that Tesla? Like, I don't want that. I'm not about that. It's a lot of attention. Yeah. Also, like, I keep bullshit in my car. I do not want anyone peering into my car. I don't care if I have a camera on them. That's somehow worse. Right. I, also, <laughs> I also don't like driving cameras. I also don't use cruise control. Because it's stre- like cruise control, I'm not a fan of. So what's changed in the past year for me is that I started driving a Prius. And it has a backup cam that senses the key and has a push to start. Like, it has a bunch of the stuff that a year ago I was skeptical of. And I'm used to it. Right. I still don't love Bluetoothing in, like, everything on my phone. Yeah. Partly because I don't really want to be involved with my phone all of the time. Like, I want to be able to just put in a CD and, like, not look at my phone while I'm fucking driving a vehicle. Right. I think for a lot of people, sometimes the best escape is just driving and not right. looking at your phone. So if it's popping up with, like, I you got an email, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really what know what a Tesla does. Yeah. I, yeah, also the updates, like, I don't know. It's, it's even if you go on vacation, like, my, one of my favorite things when I've gone on vacations is like renting a car that I have zero attachment to and just like not having my life on this car. Totally. And to think that it has even more of my life (laughs) than I'm used to is just a lot. 
Um. What if someone steals your car? Right, did they just steal your identity? Just or is it impossible it? to steal? I also feel like there'd be some advanced check engine light that's like, hey, your muffler's failing. And then I <laughs> I wouldn't want to know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still not into it. I'm still... Like, I barely like the traditional check engine light. Just cover it with right. something. Right, just don't tell me about it. But I, can't, I don't want Siri to chime My... in, like, your fuse box is fried. Yeah, yeah like, we heard this thing about the Prius... No. Mm -mm. Yeah. So Unless, you know, I would be into, like, can I offer you a milkshake? If it's a butler. <laughs> Here's the closest in and out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Warning in and out one mile away. Do you want to pull over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> into that. But also, we called the episode last time Elon Musk Tunnels and Self-Driving Cars, which was basically the premise of the final skit on the show. It was them in a saloon yep. talking yep. about tunneling underneath the earth to, like, get the bandits. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, I've got, you know, I've got electric horses and I've got self-driving horses, <laughs> which is just a regular horse. But it was literally just, like... The very essence of Elon Musk in a saloon. Right. And then, just, I'm glad it's over. Same. I'm glad we can move on and just look forward to next week with Lil Nas X. Uh, what were your other questions? Oh, I was trying to see if, uh, would you put a face filter on a baby? Uh, still no. Nothing about that has changed. Actually, if anything, it's gotten worse because TikTok has people putting face filters on babies that like morph them into other things. Yeah. They, they I feel like an old person, but this has to be causing psychological problems for babies, right? To look back and like I can't imagine being like, "Oh, these are your baby photos." And it's some fucking NFT of you doing deja vu. <laughs> yeah, you're but like yeah i think it's terrifying to show a baby an image of themselves where they're interacting but it's like a picture of them that's like an animal or whatever like that is not cool so yeah hard pass on that still thanks elon musk uh yeah i don't know i guess that's pretty much it would you buy a boring company hat for $80? No. Would you? Yeah, see, uh, no, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't buy one that... I, I might buy, like, some random boring company hat, but I wouldn't buy Elon Musk hat. See, last time we said we would buy one. <laughs> we're hell-bent on it. Kind of like how we both said we we're going to buy NFTs a few weeks ago, because I'm pretty sure we're two people you can sell anything to. Yeah. You just gotta do it right. <laughs> it's the yeah. right amount of intrigue, and I'll buy it. If it were a Chad hat, that was like, okay, buy Mars, I'd probably buy it. Yep. Alright, fuck, Mary kill. Elon Musk, Grimes, self-driving car. <laughs> was that what it was last year? Yep. <laughs>
Episode one. <laughs> Interesting. I don't remember what I said. Think I'm going to kill Elon, fuck Grimes, and marry the car. You? Definitely killing Elon. Just, come on, redistribute that money, buddy. We don't need... And, like, I don't even believe that... Yeah, no, we're good. We don't need that. I guess fuck fuck Grimes. I could see myself marrying a car, you know? Right. I don't want to be long-term involved with Grimes. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm not into that. For life. Uh, last year, we both killed Grimes. Right? <laughs> Did we... What? You you <laughs> fucked Elon and married the car. Uh-huh. I married Elon <laughs> fucked the car. What made us kill Grimes? Why were we so mad at Grimes? Uh, just didn't know who she was. Just, Insisted that she wasn't I relevant. I don't really know who she is, but... But I don't... I don't want to marry her. And I don't no. need to kill her. Like, I feel like... I think the world would benefit better from killing Elon. Yeah, I think the pandemic over time has really helped me gain just an utter disdain for billionaires. <laughs> so <laughs> he's uh I know that she's billionaire by proxy, but but I think she'll be I don't think she'll ruin us. Yeah, only by association. All right. Well, I'm glad we grew in that. <laughs> <laughs> Guess that's it. Mm-hmm.